This, this is Brock and Saul. Brock Heward and Mark, Matt, Marcus. Sorry about just Mike. Getting, Mike. Presented by Carter, Volkswagen, and Ballard. On Seattle Sports. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. Where's like the buff dudes at? Now here are your hosts, Brock Heward and Mike Saul. <laughs> Justin, uh, any questions come in on that text toy? Have you looked for answer the question, Jerk? Justin, if, if you wouldn't mind, 866-979-3776. I think people need another reminder there. A little okay. slow. Okay, little reminder. Well, it's the 4th of July. Someone I says, know. can we do kick it or punt it instead? <laughs> they're going to, they're gonna, yeah, people are running around. <laughs> kick it or punt it, possibly. But Matt's an insider. He didn't like what he did a month ago. We did. We all loved it. I thought he was tremendous. But he was a hard critic of himself. And if we could do answer the question, Jerk, in 30 minutes, any question you I'd want, that would be great. It. Seattle Sports also, by the way, home of the Mariners and your only home for All-Star Week. Stop by our live broadcast from Hatback Bar and Grill. Plus, tune in Monday, next Monday, to hear Julio in the Home Run Derby. Tuesday evening for the All-Star Game, Seattle Sports, your exclusive home of All-Star Week in Seattle. With that... Well, Maura comes up with these awesome little ideas, Matt. You saw them in the volume she sent last night. Holy notes. mackerel. We're going to call this Love It or Leave It. All right. I've got some music here for you, too. Wow. Set the mood. I just, uh, I'm just going to read you guys some stories. Whoa, 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 and you, wow, you tell me. whoa. Wow. What a bed. <laughs> um, so Get a have... cigar. Put my feet up. It did have summer in the title. Summer something. Love it or um, so I'm going to read you some stories here. You just have to tell me whether you love it or leave it. All right. First up, O'Neal Cruz got a tattoo of himself. It's a portrait of him in a pirate's uniform holding a bat, and it's laid over a portrait of a lion. Cruz wanted the lion because it symbolizes leadership and being a protector while maintaining humility at the same time, even though he got a tattoo of himself. Uh, so tattoos of yourself, love it or leave it. Stretchy. Oh, come on. <laughs> I giggled so hard. I was like, well, isn't the punchline just in the subject itself? So, I mean, so love it or leave it. Yeah, I'll, it I'll, leave it. I'll pass. I'll leave it. I'll leave, leave it, it on the doorstep and get the hell out of here. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, I'll pass. I think it, there's about five different things wrong with it for me. So we'll pass. You've never been a third person guy. So I go. Yeah. So then I go. So, so yeah. <laughs> so then I go. I like it. But I go. I'll leave it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that one too. The lion's a good little protector. Kind of like this that. is one of those drop it and leave it alone thing. There you yeah, go. isn't that one of those things? Hey, if you were an animal, what would you be? And a lot of people take shark, a white shark, or a lion, and you know it's just kind of obvious. Not many people say, "Oh, I'd like to be a raccoon," or "I'd like to be a possum," you know, and just run across the street. You know, this guy wants a lion on his chest with the face of himself. Also. Do you want to be in that team's uniform, like in case something uh, happens yeah, down the road? Yeah. You got a tat, man. Maybe you have a tattoo of yourself Matt, as a pirate for tat? the rest of your life. You know, another thing in broadcasting, Brock, is don't ask questions that you know the answer to. That's always it's always a tough one. What do you? Right. I mean, really, what do you? Do think? you have a tat? I don't know. No. Yes, uh, the answer is no. I'll leave that also. Okay. No, next, never had an opportunity. Next story. Next. Do you want to ask sorry. Justin? Yeah. <laughs> next. We don't need that. All right. Uh, Tom Murphy is the number one Gatorade bath giver on the Mariners roster. But yesterday, when his teammates went to repay the favor, they found that he had emptied all of the coolers beforehand. Uh, that was so Jen Mueller letting us know that after so the game. So good. So avoiding a taste of your own medicine, love it or leave it. Love oh. it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. 
I'm 50 and I can stretch <laughs> yes, and I can kick. <laughs> that's one of the best. That's one of her best characters. Uh, and Brock doesn't know who that is. Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> Molly Shannon. Yeah, Molly oh, Shannon. that's right. Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. And I'm 50. Uh, and she's wearing and the horrible red pants all the you way up You know why most managers are former catchers? Because they think ahead. That, to me, is why Tom Murphy, I don't know if he wants to be a manager one day. He's got a beautiful little son that uh, was so cute in the postgame presser yesterday. So maybe he just wants to be a family man one day. But he's got the makings of a manager. To make that kind of managerial move and be two steps ahead of everybody else. Yeah. yeah that's, I, that's a planner. I, I, I love yeah, it. That's a, that's a take it. What is it? Love it. Love it. Love it, love it and take it. I love it. <laughs> a lot of production. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's just smarter. That's just smarter. Who doesn't love that? And everyone behind the scenes was looking, where is it, where is it? And Murphy yep. got him. Murphy got him. All right, Brock, I think you have to give us a little background on this one. But you, you sent this Ooh, question. I did. Uh, yep. uh, a drunk parent berating their own team at a child sporting event. Love it or leave it. Mm. <laughs> Like, I tried to start, send the Brock, video of this chance. guy. I tried to send it. ended up being Wes. He ended up giving me a sloppy hug at the end of the day. You know, I think he was I think he was kind of inebriated. But, yeah, he's, he's down yelling at his kids in the dugout. It's just, yeah, I think baseball. Okay, love it or leave it. Baseball, youth baseball parents are the worst. I've been to youth volleyball, so it's got to be right up there also. No, no. Oh, no. That, that game moves fast. Nope. Mm-mm. I've been to that too. Uh-uh. Well, just the screaming and yelling at the at the kids. Yeah, yeah. Youth baseball. Yeah, leave it. And this you, the the video worked for me. You sent it to me, and it was it was the word I came up with was unfortunately pathetic. I mean, that was pathetic. And and what and what parent brings a, a cooler of Coors Light to a to a little league baseball game? I guess maybe I'm I just yeah. My parents didn't do that at the soccer tournaments I went to. I'm going to say this. Yesterday was one of the hardest, and I've seen a lot of really hard through youth sports. Yesterday broke my heart. It broke my heart. This kid were playing. They weren't a great team, and they're down big, and he tries to steal, and then he stops. Uncomfortably so. He just stopped. Throw went down, got tagged out, and it was a really you know like unfortunate play. And their coach, also a lunatic from first base, is screaming at him, absolutely screaming at him. And the kid's like, I thought I heard foul. And, and this coach like, get in. I'm kicking. I could kick you off this team. So I got up out of my seat, walked around the field to the other side. And I, if it, got, if it went too far, I was actually going to go to the fence to that coach and say, enough, enough. You don't know me, but enough. Because you are going to break this kid. He literally is like, that is the most suspendable offense. I should take your uniform. That is the most pathetic thing. You thought you heard something and you quit on your team. And and he he gone any further, I was right there to just step in and be like, dude, enough. So unfortunately, then it would have been a stretch more uh, Justin show today. Yeah, right. it could have been <laughs> because could've, he could have come around and it would not have been pretty because he was three hundred pounds that's of pure terrible. wrath and anger. That's yeah. just terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. I told Justin bad. during the break that you know there was a player on my team growing up that he would have been missing the one of the side mirrors of his car. When he went and got to the car, I mean that's that's inexcusable. I mean that yep. you are not teaching anything. Take the kid aside, right? Yes. Take him aside and say, "I know you might have heard that," and just yep. uh, talk to him like an adult. You're asking him to do things as as a ah, uh, just yeah. That's uh, awful. That sounds like a really rough tournament. You guys, uh, you yeah. know, 
They, almost every, kinda... almost every, no, almost every weekend is stretch. I, and I think youth baseball, my buddy that's in it, says it is the worst. Mm-hmm. Because it, 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 it's just slow. It gives you time to process. You can yell at umps. It's just, yeah, it's bad. We got one more. Time to drink. Yeah, let's let's squeeze one more in here. Real quick here. ESPN will air the annual Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest tomorrow starting at 1045. Love it. Love it. Love it. Joey Chestnut holds the record for men with 76. And Miko Sudo holds the women's record with 48 and a half. Watching this on the fourth, love it or leave it. Love it. it. Love it. Absolutely love it. Why? Why? Love it live. Love it live. I DVR it. No, you do not. I do. I do. I DVR it, and I will send you the opening monologue of the guy. You want to talk about production? It is the greatest, and it is such a. It's like WWE. It's the biggest show, and he knows he's the biggest showman. So I, didn't I do even like know this when I put this in here. Oh, absolutely love it. Absolutely wow. love it. Yeah, and that'll be the quickest delete I ever hit in my life. Leave it. I, I'm just so leave it. I just don't understand the entertainment value. I don't. I understand. Don't you? Don't they drink gallons? Don't, doesn't, doesn't he drink like a gallon of milk? To stretch, stretch out his stomach, stomach. and the whole thing. The whole he thing is, is gross, obscene, one of the and most I'll elite, pass. elite champion athletes we've known in our generation. <laughs> it is sure. incredible. He is Otani. What he does is super <laughs> yeah. human. Need to know next. Need to know. 15 minutes past every hour with Brock and Salk. Here's what you need to know. Up first. Well, here's what you need to know. First and foremost is the Mariners did something they have not done very much of this year. As they passed the halfway mark, exactly passed the halfway mark yesterday, they had struggled against winning teams in series. They had struggled in rubber matches, just four in nine in games where they were looking to win a series. They had struggled and have in all of these one-run games, end of games, close games, find a way to win. And, man, they buried all of that yesterday. Didn't look good. Down 6-1 to early. Luis Castillo giving up some bombs. Down 6-1. But piece by piece, they came back. They battled. And as the uh, skipper said after the game, well, give Tom Murphy a big tip of the cap. But everybody contributed. And here's Scott. I mean, what Tom Murphy did today, pretty awesome. You know, a couple walks, big homer to tie the game. Great job behind the plate. So it's everybody doing their job. And I've talked about it oftentimes. You know, don't try to do too much. Just do your job. We have enough talent in there. If everybody just does their job, we'll be in good shape. So that's what showed up today. It was nice. Bounce back after a brutal series uh, against the Nationals. Our guys responded, and we need to go into the break finishing strong. And I, and I talked to our guys earlier today. We've had teams that have limped into the break, and we've had teams like last year's team that just took off going into the break. So, you know, we know what's ahead of us. Teams we're going to play on the road are tough, but we need to take care of business here and you know, outside, you know, the first game was four to four in the in the eighth inning and got away from us. That's the best team in the American League, and we did a nice job. My turn, Brock. Yeah. Is that how it goes? Yeah, we're still much. working it out at nine fifteen. Not pretty it, much. It's okay. Now I just I'm I'm just looking at the stand. You know, four teams in front of you, five games back in the wild card. It was a great weekend, but it felt like when you're watching the comeback, it felt like. Yeah, this hasn't happened. Yep. And you start doing the math. This hasn't happened. Um, the runs haven't happened. And that's one of the key elements, the differences from last year to this year. And can it be, talked about it earlier, the frustration of being a fan of a 500 team, you don't know what's next because there's no consistency. What is next? What are we going to see in San Francisco? What are we going to see in Houston? This isn't the world beater Houston Astros from the last couple of years. Yes, formidable. Yes, 
powerful, but they're not what they were. What is next? What is coming up today? What is coming up this week? What is coming up in the next seven? It's all to play for. Yep. And it and it just didn't happen. Come on. Come on. Now you got me all fired up. All because you're staring at me all weirdly. <laughs> what camera am I looking at? I don't Here's the second thing you need to know. Well, here's what you need to know. The All-Star festivities, they will get in crank up in, in just full gear as this week evolves and into the weekend and the Home Run Derby next Monday and the All-Star game next Tuesday. And how many Mariners as of today are in it? As of today, just one. Scott Service thinks maybe over the course of the week that could change. There's certainly some other pitchers deserving. Here's the skip talking about Castillo, but a couple other guys that are more than worthy of the honor as well. Yeah, I do think we have a, a, a couple pitchers that are very worthy of it. I think George's had an outstanding first half. I think Paul Sewald's had a great first half. Um, and, I, and, again, I said to the team, there are things that happened here over the last week. Some guys won't pull out. And hopefully we get a couple more players in there because um, those two guys, in my mind, are very deserving. Castillo's a big name. He's a big name. He's a team. You know, you, you're sitting where you're sitting at 40 and 42 how many other players from the outside looking in, Brock, right. from the outside looking in, you're just not going to get a Kirby nod. You're not going to get a Seawald nod who I'd like to see. Maybe you maybe you do now if some there's a defection or two and, and the game's in Seattle and it'd who be great to have more. Who do you think is more deserving for you? If, you? if you had to vote, more adjusted as well, if you had to vote, you know, we watch this team close. We're, we're closer to it than a lot of these national voters. If you had to vote, Justin Barnes, Maura Dooley, would it be Castillo or Kirby? I'm going Kirby. His numbers are so so powerful. He hasn't walked more than one guy in a game. Like I'm, I'm just going Kirby on this. Mora? Yeah, I was kind of surprised uh, to see that, but I think that's because we have watched so much. I think maybe when you just glance, he does have a slightly better ERA, Castillo does, and, um, and he's a, more of a well-known name. But I think watching as much as we have, I would have given the nod to Kirby. Yeah, and, I think. Yeah, go ahead, man. I was just going to say, and you guys have talked me into it because I am on the outside. I don't watch. I watch casually compared to you three. And and when you started talking about that this morning and, and sent a few notes last night, Brock, I was literally like, really? Right. That's my reaction. Well, really? And I think my reaction is the same as someone from the outside going to put Castillo in. Yep. I think you break it down. You look at it. Justin just said it. I mean, Kirby's been nasty. Yep. I mean, Kirby's been untouchable for uh, uh, many games. But Castillo gets a note. Yeah, 13 I mean. quality starts. Castillo's actually nastier. His stuff is just overwhelming. He fools guys. He makes you look so silly. He has been an all-star twice before. But Kirby... He is like a clock, man, and he is a machine. And 13 quality starts, to me, uh, should be an all-star. But we'll see. The, the week will play out, and hopefully he will eventually get that now. Next. Here's the third thing you need to know. Hey, more I'm going to throw you a little curveball here, if you wouldn't mind. Play me that Ron Francis. This is really good. And to me, you, you've said Ron Francis, Ron Francis, Ron Francis. You love Ron Francis. I love how Ron, Fan- Ron Francis knows his guys inside and out. Here is the GM of your Kraken speaking about a couple guys that are no longer Kraken and sharing a personal side of it that, that really does attest to the makeup of Mr. Francis. Morgan, you know, we did uh, make what I thought was a, a pretty fair offer. It didn't work out. He has the right, you know, once we don't qualify him to go elsewhere and look, and, and that's what he did. So I wish him the best. And, and uh, you know, Donato's a little bit different. Ryan was a, was a totally unrestricted free agent, so he had the ability to wait till July 1. We talked ahead of it. Um, he certainly loved his time here, loved the players uh, and the fans and the city and the organization. 
Uh, we just felt he had done a lot for us, and we owed him the opportunity to go out and test it, and, and couldn't be happier for him. Uh, you seen him get the two-year deal at $2 million. You know, He actually called shortly after just to thank us and the organization for everything. Was just, just a class kid, a true professional. So happy for them. It would be missed by us. Susie out, Geeky out, Donato out, Sprung out. Contributors, role players, all out. Two more come in. Uh, Yamamoto on a one-year deal, and then they give two years to a Pittsburgh Penguin. Brian DeMutin, 6'4", 207, two Stanley Cups under his belt. Couple in, four out. And you tell me, get used to it, because this is hockey. Well, not only that, but trust, I mean, that Ron Francis has a plan. He he is saying, I've got a, Morgan Geeky had a had an offer that we weren't going to match. We gave him an offer, so that was our guideline. That's where we were going to hold him inside this box. Congratulations, go sign. And then if you're an unrestricted free agent, go get as much as you can. And that's, yeah. that's exactly what Donato did. If you are getting rid of four and only bringing in two, you do have cap space. And they want to, as Morris said earlier, they want to give ice time to these young and up and uh, these up and coming young kids who are mm-hmm. not only well deserve it, but we've all heard of these kids, the rights and all. And and it smells a little bit like John and Pete, huh? Exactly. Exactly. No, absolutely. That we've got to develop our own. We're going to bring up our own and not only reward them, but here now it's your time. What can you do with it? Yeah. And uh, trust those guys and have conversations with those guys. And the number of times from Golden Tate to Paul Richardson to many others, like this is what we can do. If you can get more elsewhere, God bless you, and we will root you on. That but is everything you need to know. Yes? The other exciting part is is Geeky and Donato, they were contributors, as you say. And so if you're thinking that your plan is they move and you're going to get better, well, that everyone wins. Yep. That That is the extra icing on the cake is is that now at Climate Pledge, that's, what, five more wins. You're thinking in the back of your mind, and that's up that ladder of, of the standings and maybe even the better playoff spot. So it's all looking rosy right now for Kraken. In about 20 minutes, uh, every time Salk is out, Mora gets happy because she gets a real ranked. And usually it's from the guest. And today, Matt, you are going to be the star in 20 minutes. You're going you're gonna to wrap up this finale before the 4th of July, and you're going to give us a, a ranked of all time. Um, you are, though, by name, by brand, by stature. The answer to the question jerk insider. And we're going to do that. <laughs> we're going to do that next. Stretches in for Salk. It is a Brock and Salk show that you've been listening to right here with us on the Seattle Sports app as well. This is Brock and Salk's Answer the Question Jerk. Keep asking questions. Come on, I'll answer them. Come on, I'm here. I'm going to answer your questions, dang it. Answer my question! The question, jerk! Well, don't just stand there. Answer the question, jerk! And what a treat. On the 3rd of July, he was one time sponsored because oh. he was so good at answering the question, jerk insider. Where did that sponsorship go? Well, yeah. Time. Time. Yeah. Away from the mic. <laughs> Jim about, Mora. That Jim Mora cut just... Oh, he's a beauty. In about 12 minutes, <laughs> speaking of Jim Mora and favorite old Seahawks, we will get Matt's ranked. And you're going to want to stick around for that. If you're a Seahawk fan, you are going to want to stick around for that. I have some um, good names from 05, 07. Yep. 12 years, 11 seasons. Matt was uh, with those Seahawks on the inside covering them. So he's got a fun little ranking coming your way in about 10 minutes or so. But your chance to be a part of the show, 866-979-3776. That's 866-979-3776. You can text in any question, anything you want. First question comes from Ray up in North Lake. wants to know... Stretch, what was the best date you've been on recently? Re- well, recently. 
Well, wow. <laughs> Starting off hot. Yeah. Well, no. The answer is no. The best date I ever went on was a blind date. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, this is true. You go on these blind dates and I'm, I'm I just married my wife. I've just met my wife. It was it was fantastic. We finished each other's sentences. We laughed and giggled the whole thing. Never heard from her again. <laughs> yeah. And then I said, I will never, ever, ever go on a blind date again. Cause then you're you're that guy what was like her name. Oh, I don't even remember. I don't I don't even remember. <laughs> that traumatic, you blocked it out. Yeah, just Michelle. You I don't remember. know. What no, was no, no, no. I, I don't remember. I re- it was a while ago. Uh, but I mean, really, it was like my my cousin met her husband on a blind date. I know another person that met uh, their life partner on a blind date, and I'm like, oh my goodness. And then I'm that, that guy that calls back and said, oh hey, how's it going? I had a blast. You want to do something? Nothing. Was it like swingers? Pretty much. Well, not that bad. Not that desperate. <laughs> not that desperate. <laughs> After the second call, I mean, they have your number, right? And I'm thinking, my lord, wow. Wow, I'm not that dumb, but wow, crash and burn. And so then you're thinking, I'm sorry, way too long answer. Yeah. Then you're thinking, yeah, yeah, you're thinking you're it's a fun inside. time. You're, you're yeah. thinking it's a fun time. And they're like, I can't wait to get out of here. This guy's driving me nuts. I'm doing my genuine right. laugh at remember nothing. Gold, remember Goldie told you to listen to yourself? Like, and you went back and listened, see? Uh, answer yeah. you, you, you're no longer the insider because you can't give four-minute answers. Uh, Come on, Stretchy. <laughs> Next question. Mora, would you go question. on a blind date? I mean, I've done dating apps, so that's, yeah, that's a blind it's kind day, of the right? same. But dating apps, you can kind of see the profile, don't you, beforehand or no? It's yeah. just another version of it's a blind not, date. It's, sometimes it doesn't line up. No, I've never been on a completely <laughs> blind date. <laughs> that's a blind date. So you've never gone on a meet at a cafe and like, um, hey, Jim? No. It's an experience. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd say it is. Justin, you got one for yeah, me? Yeah, uh, Matt Oregon. Jerks. If you could live the life of any of the other 710 hosts for a week during their prime, who would you choose? Dave Grosby. Oh, that's, that's a great a good one. answer. A great this answer. is such a no-brainer. Quick. Yeah, no, that's yeah. Look at yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say me. Yeah, I figured you'd go with that. Makes sense. Wow. And then I'm gonna put. I'm kidding. I'm gonna put a lion behind me. <laughs> a tattoo of yourself. Get a tattoo of myself. <laughs> Oh, gosh. A, a Wyman. In his prime, Wyman. Wyman was an unbelievable athlete. I don't think people understand how un... I mean... Yeah, yeah. which part are you taking here? That you're taking the linebacker badass? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Not the yeah. introvert. <laughs> Angry. Go home. Violent snore. Go straight home. <laughs> no. Yeah. He always says that when he hit on his wife, who was a Seahawks cheerleader, uh, that he... Would- he asked her if she sweat a lot. Like, after they're <laughs> dancing and everything. She's smooth. That <laughs> yeah, is smooth. But Shannon's one of the best ever. Maura? She is. Justin, you got an answer to that? In their prime prime. Hmm. Brock, I might say you here. Mm. Oh, Justin. I think I'm going to say you here. 
Like I, I had dreams of being a quarterback as a kid, and then I got started playing football, and was like, I don't like hitting people. This isn't fun at all. Then you got hurt. You hurt yourself. Yeah, I just like riding motorcycles, and getting more hurt. So I think I'll I would have never man, rode motorcycles. I like ninety six, ninety seven, coming out of the tunnel at Husky Stadium, seventy five thousand. See, that pounds. feels. How could you it, say no to that? Like looking back at that, that is so. And the in the attendance in, in college games aren't what they used to be. Gosh. Some of those environments, just it was surreal. It was out-of-body experience. Like, looking back at it now, it's out-of-body. Uh-huh. You're running on the field, but you're looking – like when Goldie was talking about being a broadcaster and you got to listen actively to yourself in the moment. Like, running out of that Husky Stadium tunnel. I actually had a guy yesterday at Titus's game come up to me, an old Nebraska fan, and he was asking me about playing Nebraska. And, oh. and those weren't great experiences for me in my life. But, but just – I mean, it was – out of body. It was just mm-hmm. so, the so The first amazing. night game at Husky Stadium was Nebraska, wasn't I it? I was there in 92, man, Whoa. after the national title. Tommy yeah. Smith with a neck roll. like <laughs> I kind of was there, too. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to go Bob. Bob was a rock star back in the day, right? Oh, that's a oh, very yeah. good point. Oh, yeah? He played in a band, Mora. <laughs> he was a lead singer in a band. It's good, too. Like the hair and the... Yeah, might be fun. He was skinny, too. How about those pictures of Bob? Hair to his waist, about buck sixty-five, soaking wet. Brock, the first time I saw you was at a King Bowl. Mm. I think you were, you were. People were whispering, "That's their, that's their eighth grade brother." He's in eighth grade, and you went out on the midfield, and you were on the field at halftime throwing the ball. And I don't remember sure which enough. brother. Yep. I think, I think Luke. it was Dane. Well, I don't remember yeah, who won. Was yeah. it Luke? Yeah, a little Luke. Yeah, throwing a little Luke. Okay, uh, next, question. next question. Here you go. This comes in um, from John down in battleground favorite holiday fourth of july obviously tomorrow in a calendar year what is stretchy's favorite holiday and why i just think it's a no break i just think thanksgiving there's really? no pre- <laughs> yes really? there's no pressure food well, holidays are great yes so we'll start there the food holidays all our um all the relatives just can cook my late mother could cook but her sister could cook my uncle i mean just the food and then the red wine as you get older. And we'd be up in Bellingham, and you couldn't, you had to stay in Bellingham that night. But not only that, there's no pressure on the, on, on the presence. You know, everybody was there because they wanted to be there, basically. Mm-hmm. And you got family and food, and there's no presence, so there's no rush. People weren't stressed out. And simple Thanksgiving. And then football. I mean, yeah, football all for sure. Day yeah. long. The NFL is coming on in the morning through eating. In the evening, now three games on Thanksgiving. Ole Miss, Mississippi, always. Oh, that Late, too. Yeah, always. College football as well. Yeah, I mean, to be thankful right there in it. I, that's that's a tough one to argue against. No, that Fourth had nothing July to do with nice, it. Though. The weather is great on the 4th of July. Right, We know in the Pacific Northwest, this is the day it turns, but it's already turned like June 4th. We've had a month of already 4th of July weather. Tough to beat. All right, Justin, Next what else question. you got? Uh, this one from Signora Piracci. Answer the oh. question, jerks. Oh. Who had or has the best mustache in history? Signora Piracci gave us all mustaches yeah, last true. week through Photoshop. Photoshop I don't know if you saw that much, so that's why he, I didn't. he does a great job of, or he or she, actually. Hulk, I guess we don't, I was assuming yeah. Signore. Hogan's way Hogan's up there Hogan's pretty for good. Tom I mean, Selleck's pretty good. Yeah. Eat your vitamins, his biceps too, the vein. Do you remember the vein? you straight to something other the than the mustache. The vein in Hogan's <laughs> bicep. <laughs> 
The vein had a mustache stretch. Well, I'm yeah. watching Rambo yeah. last night. If you missed that, 7.30. You got to tune into the podcast to find that. It was a rite of passage for Titus and I last night watching Rambo. Rambo was ripped back in the day, too. <laughs> this was about mustaches, but okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, mustache. I'll... Uh, I mean, Raleigh Fingers was pretty good. Yeah. That's who I was going to come up with. Dennis I didn't want to sound too old. Goose Gossage, that whole thing, that sloppy thing yeah. was pretty good. I know him. What? What did you say? Sort of name he, dropper. Uh, Go ahead, Maura. He lives Maura. in Colorado Springs and he used to come into the restaurant I worked at all you the time. You know Goose Gossage. Yeah. What? That's awesome. Uh, first time I waited on him, I told him I was going to get him another server because I was a Red Sox fan. <laughs> and we became friends. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> nice guy, though. Yeah, he yeah. is. Brock, I didn't... I've chatted with him mustache. once, Maura. As a producer, I chatted with him once. <laughs> Brock, speaking of Rambo, did I tell you? Actually, Brock, you probably don't know this because you never watched our documentary, did you? I haven't yet. You haven't watched it. Doesn't mean I never will. Well, there's a challenge in our documentary that we call First Blood, and we made one guy in our our movie live as Rambo for an entire day. You'll you'll love that part of it. If you love nothing else, you'll love that part. I'm sorry, you have a documentary. Stretch, I'll fill you in really quick. We made a documentary (laughs) about riding our scooter, like Vespa scooters, but they're not Vespas; they're Yamahas. uh, From Florida to Seattle, we call it Slow Ride Home. It's on Amazon Prime. Check it out. Okay. But we had uh, challenges every day, and that was the first blood challenge was right up Brock's alley. I had a scooter. I I had a 125. That's what we got. Yeah, those are Yamahas. They they lasted forever. Slow ride home. How long is the documentary? 72, 75 minutes. 75 minutes. Say 75. Something like that. Uh, if 15. you can commit to rewatching Rambo, you can I, watch this. Slow right. Well, on. you can commit Would to Titus, a lot of things. Titus enjoy it today. I think so. Okay. We we consider it PG thirteen. Okay, so it's safe. Good. Okay. Right um, question for you here. This comes in from the two hundred six right in Seattle, Matthew. Mm-hmm. Are you a cologne guy? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm stuck in the eighties. There, I, I you know, a little couple pumps of Polo, the old green stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's when you're old. Uh, someone recently walked by and said, is that Polo? I went, yeah. Oh, that's so old school. And the voice, the voice inflection went down with always, oh, that's old school. I went, uh-huh, okay, have a good one. There, there's the lettuce over there. And there, yeah, there's the cucumbers. Yeah, and there's, there, there's the raspberries on sale. Yes, I'm a Polo guy every day. Just And I made sure it was only one pump this morning because I didn't want to be that guy walking into a enclosed booth with the smart kids back there. Uh-huh. Good for you to have a signature scent, though. You haven't bounced around. That's We're good. We're used to yeah. G. You're fine. Give me one more, Justin. Okay. Um, We're used to G. Let's go. I mean, he talks up his cologne game. He tried to get Justin to buy a... How expensive was that bottle? Oh, it's like $1,400 or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, G, that's overwhelming is what he's got going on. When I was in here last time, that was an overwhelming... Yeah. It lingers. Uh, yeah. That's for sure. Bath. He took a bath in it. Okay, uh, let's see here. Answer the question, Jerk. If the future texted into the show and revealed that the Mariners make the ALCS this year, what is your best guess as to how they turned things around? How good is that? Runners in scoring position. Oh, they finally hit with runners? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, clutch hitting. That's that's what jumped out when they started adding on and adding on. That's why I thought... Yeah, I thought Friday, That's that was the depressing part with the men on second and third with one out. Julio and France, they strand him. I thought, yeah, 4 nothing's not enough. That's not enough. Clutch hitting, or, you know, or two out, two out runners in scoring position with two outs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say two things happen. Number one, and I've said this pretty consistently through 82 games, this team goes as Julio goes. When a young superstar, and that's why that sound we played earlier from Scott Service of just, hey, man, 
buy into what we are teaching. When your young superstar is doing that and hitting the ball the other way and hitting it up the middle and knowing what to do with all of that crazy spin that this team has not done well, when he does it, it sets the table for everybody else to follow. So Julio gets back to being that seven war guy, gets back to being that guy that carries this team for a week or two weeks and the rest follow. And number two, they make an addition at this trade deadline that is the equivalent hitting wise to what Julio or to what um, Castillo, Castillo was, was pitching wise last year. Yeah. That they make a, and, and I'm not saying that it's. That's you know, a big one. I'm not saying like an ace and it's a number one bat, but it is just from a con- from a contribution standpoint, makes a significant difference. A significant difference. So those would be the two things that if I could stare in the future and they're in the ALCS, there's a bat on this roster that's not currently on it, and Julio becomes that player of the month, and that player of the month, and that player of the month that he did last season in the 2022 season. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's like it. it. That's it. That's the answer to the question, Jerk. How'd that yeah. feel? Did that feel better than a month ago? Oh, it Jerky? felt much better. And you just said a couple things that I think are subject worthy on Wednesday. Oh, you, you okay. just brought up a couple things that I would just take you to task on, okay. or at the least ask you. Planning ahead it, it, for us. Yeah. Well, again, the the what I received last night freaked me out. <laughs> the the show prep, the show prep. When I was a producer, it was get guests. The, the hosts take care of it and on, on most of the shows. Get the guests, line them up, make sure they're, they're you know, they're bigger mm-hmm. names. But mm-hmm. what you guys sent me last night completely freaked me out. I didn't sleep very well. I'm, I'll just say it. I didn't sleep very well. Had trouble breathing on the way down I-5, and I had to listen to Rolling Stones really loud to relax. Yep. So yep. I'm much Was it much the Excel, Excel sheets that Justin puts together? What is the deal? The what the hell is all the stuff? Everything, the graphs and, like and the picture. They're lovely. I just was like, oh, my God, I'm so over my head. Hey, we prep. Yes. Okay. A little well, bit too much. Well, can you do this segment? Because we call this thing ranked to wrap up the show. Got a list? Time to put it in order. Fred Dwarmfor's house. Top five. Top five meals that I have ever had. We this do it here? is ranked. Wow. To be honest, that list was really biased. Brought to you by Carter Worldwide. Every morning at 945 <laughs> on Brock and Saw. Yeah, top ten list. I'm not buying that. Hey, stretch, stretch it. Those yes, three sir. hours went pretty fast. They went by quick, and that's usually a good sign for anybody in my seat. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, this is you. You're the star of the show now. Okay, oh, so I'm th- not comfortable with that either. Well, you got to rank. Uh, Salt okay. does it every day. Him and Justin, they love this. They have 52 honorable mentions. They call they- it yep. ranked. Have you heard the abomination that is oh, this segment normally? Well, it can it can be. I heard list. one and I didn't really want to come back. Okay, thank you. But that's just my opinion. So I, the would. show's doing well. I understand it's on firm I'm footing. I'm looking forward yeah. to your ranks. yeah. 12 years you were with the Seahawks, 11 different season, Matt. You knew these players inside and out, covering them, working with them, sometimes asking them to, to do things when they didn't want to do them. Hmm. So I asked you last night, as we prep for the show, give me a, a ranking, your top five Seahawks from your view, and you could take it any way you want. Your top five Seahawks from Okay, Matt let's do Johnson. real quick honorable mention. A list of honorable mention. Patrick Kearney, Brandon Meebain, Rocky Bernard, oh, who was nice. so nice to me every time I'd see him in public. If we ran into each so nice to me and scary on the field. Chris Gray, oh. Cassius Marsh, who oh. was so fun to play ping pong with, and John Carlson, the tight end from Notre Dame. Wow. 
Uh, we'll throw in one coach, Gil Haskell, who was my absolute favorite because I would have a few drinks with him in, in Kirkland, and he was hysterical. And then two front office gentlemen, Todd Lawicki and Gary Wright. That's my honorable mention. Honorable mentions. Can I just say something about Gil Haskell? We, yeah. had, to, we had to dress up, right? You know, for road trips, so we had to dress up. <laughs> Gil Haskell's dress-up shoes were his golf shoes. I, I believe it. And he thought nothing of it. Nothing. Nothing of it. He, uh, I can't even say I what he told guy. me. Oh, we could do a whole would, ranked on Gil Haskell, but we won't. We could do a whole rank on Gil Haskell and yep. his evaluation of certain players. That I'd be standing next to him and he goes, are you kidding? Who drafted this kid? Who drafted? Who drafted? Whoever drafted this kid needs to be kicked out of the league. And it was just some random player. Anyways, number five. Number what do you want to do, Justin? You want to me yep, say his name I'll first? Play or? It, then you tell us who it is. All right. I was playing D-line, and I, I was playing there, and just, you know, my D-line coach was, calls me, hey, Coach Price is going to come visit you. I need you at D-line. He's going to ask you to move to O-line because, you know, they need to replace this guy. And, and But I, I, you got to tell him no. You got to tell him no. And I was like, all right, Coach. And I hang up on him. I'm going to O-line right now. Robbie Tobeck. So I start in 2005, and it's a veteran group, really. Tobeck, Gray, Locklear is the only rookie on the right-hand side. Hutchinson. Oh, he was in charge there. Mm. And then Walt, who was quiet and hysterical. And Robbie was was the banter banter, but Hutch was the guy that scared the hell out of me. And so if you had to get one of those guys, Robbie was so nice. But he also would come up with, hey, Walt, how much that Bentley set you back? And Walt looks over, and he was young, making a lot of money. He goes, it didn't. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, Walt. What that Bentley? He just bought this brand new, gorgeous. What that Bentley sent you back? And he looked at B- Robbie like you don't understand. He said, "It didn't." No one ever beats Walter Jones <laughs> ever. And it was Tobek. Tobek was just so cool. So All right, number four. Good job. Your your guys' I should say this came from a, a Wyman and Bob clip as well. Mm. This this number four did. Your your guys' perspective isn't always right. Is that, okay. Is is there one area you're, you're thinking of in particular? No, just in general. You you know, everybody has perspective, but it doesn't mean that perspective is right. You guys see things differently. I mean, you guys don't always know what you're talking about. You're, you're probably right there. You're probably right there, but I, I feel uh, like... I think I'm pretty right. I'm pretty sure right. <laughs> His perspective. Jermaine Curse, one of the coolest. Uh, Jermaine Curse and I would play ping pong every day. And I still think I won way more than I lost, but he would probably argue that. But Jermaine Curse, one of the genuine guys, look at what he did. Undrafted free agent, made a nice career, had a nice career, local guy. And he just kept making catch after catch after catch after catch. But one of the more genuine souls I ever met in the league. I like this list. Well, I actually did a little homework. It took the 945, but I did a little homework. Oh, All right. I like what you're putting on here. Putting Number down. three. But I told y'all. I'm not about to say nothing. So for the remainder of my, what's that, three minutes, because I'm here, I'm available for y'all. I done talked. All of my requirements are fulfilled. So now for this next three minutes, I'll just be looking at y'all the way that y'all looking at me. So that's awesome. Justin, that's awesome you pulled that. We didn't even talk, but I actually was his PR guy that day at, at the Super Bowl. And but he, I don't know. We clicked. We we be he he was very cool to me, and we clicked. I actually to try to get him to do an interview. I brought a bottle of something. I forget. He was taking a shower, and I walked into the locker room, into the shower, and he looks at me, and goes, 
bro, I'm showering. I said, uh-huh. I was wondering if you could, and he goes, and he just looked at me, and I think because it was such a weird, goofy move, we clicked from there. But he was so nice to me, and I don't I don't know. I just saw a different side, and he, I'd hear stories about him helping younger kids and on road trips, and he was just the sweetest. When... When the national narrative was one thing, he just, in my mind, was completely somebody else, and obviously a legend. Is you know from the, you know from Beastquake on. But I loved Marshawn Lynch, and we would see each other often outside of work, and he would always spend time and ask me how my family was, and just a sweet, sweet man. I love, I love Marshawn Lynch. This is a heck of a list. Top five Seahawks for Matt Stretch Johnson. Five Tobek. Four Curse. Three Beast Mode. Number two. I knew that I had to be up here and, and be at it at 100%. I couldn't be going back and forth doing this. I know I had to give it 100%. And I look at the team that we have, you know what I'm saying? We got a chance to do some special things this year. So I want to be a part of that. I want to be completely healthy. Wow. To me. Great list. I to me, the list. number two best left tackle, it's Munoz and it's Walter Jones. And everybody in the nation will say overlooked up in the Pacific Northwest. But the teams, when he first got here, they weren't outstanding. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't in. And maybe it was because it was Ricky Waters at first. I don't know. But then it was Sean and then it was Jones and Hutch. But Jones is the number two left tackle mm-hmm. all time for me. But he went from a guy that did not talk, was uncomfortable talking, little Earl Thomas-ish but didn't talk, and now he's doing a number of things. But, again, the sweetest guy. Sweetheart. What, what, not only doing things back home, but, again, would have time for me and talk to me. And and I just, I love Walter Jones. I, I love Walter Jones. I mm. think he is a special guy. And how invested he is in his twins and and. Way back when, when they were young. Okay, you got one minute. You got one minute. I know. I just, I, I needed more time. Okay, number one. <laughs> Marshawn's a freak. I mean, there's there's no question about it. I mean, he, you know, just in like our walkthroughs and, and, and some of the plays out here, I mean, he's jumping over people, cutting on a dime. I mean, outrunning people. And it's very impressive. So, uh, Walter was number one until uh, 5.45, 5.30 this morning. I was like, Max Unger. Max wow. and I still text. Mm. He he texts me, who do I have in the Derby? Who who mm. do I have in the Belmont? We still mm. text about horse racing. And he is a real dude. Max Unger is a real dude. And, uh, again, I still t- stay in contact, even though it's like twice a year, three times a year. I just I hit it off with Max Unger, and he is just a class act. And, and didn't really – I mean, he gets traded and really on the outside didn't have much to say negatively. It's business, so on and so forth. Max you're Unger, a real dude, man. My guy. It's, it's a stretch of you're a real dude. And I got to go. proved it for three hours. You got to go. <laughs> no, After joking. that segment, I have so much we're going to get back to on Wednesday. So, so much. Jeff Passon's going to be with us on Wednesday. Mr. Doyle with the drafts going to be with us on Wednesday. It's going to be a loaded Wednesday. Have an unbelievably great 4th of July. Happy 4th, Jabba. Happy 4th of July. Happy America. I love America. I love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> I hope you've loved this show today. For Matt Stretch Johnson, all the work more and Justin do behind the scenes. Have a great 3rd of July, a better 4th, and be right here Wednesday morning when we are back in the house. But for this day, the hay is in the barn. See you. Get to the chopper.